0: This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right, thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? It's your friend Bob Cook, and I'm glad to be back with you. I look forward to these times. It blesses and... And strengthens and sometimes quiets my own heart just to look at the Word of God with you. Hallelujah for God's Word! Aren't you glad we have the Bible? What would you do if you didn't have the Bible? God's inerrant, infallible, inspired Word, and it's such a privilege to share it with you. Look at First uh, Thessalonians chapter two. I'm looking especially at the verb forms in this uh, in this chapter. We had suffered. We were bold. We talked about those two things in verse 2. Then he said we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel. We used no flattering words. We didn't seek, seek glory of men. We were gentle among you. We were affectionately desirous of you. We were willing to have imparted our own souls because you were dear to us. We would not be chargeable, but we preached Unto you the gospel of God we exhorted and comforted. We charged every one of you as a father doth his children. Verb forms. We're going to look at them as we go on through the chapter. Good idea? Always look for verbs. You know, you business people, when you do a job description, you start every every, uh, descriptive paragraph with a dynamic verb form. To plan, to promote, to produce, to supervise, so on. You've got a verb form at the beginning of every paragraph in your job description. Isn't that true? Well, look for the verbs. When you look at the Bible, you'll find the dynamic of the truth lies there. Now, he said we were bold to speak unto the gospel of God with much urgency. Our exhortation was not of deceit nor of uncleanness, nor in guile. Deceit has to do with downright dishonesty. Uncleanness has to do with unholiness and iniquity. Guile has to do with finagling and manipulative behavior. The three great stumbling blocks in religious work, one is downright dishonesty about what you say. There is a a cynical uh, attitude for instance, to many of the, the statistics that Christian workers give, people have said, oh, well, that's, uh, that, that's, that's the preacher talking. What's the truth of it? I always bristle a little on that um, because I think we preachers of all people ought to tell the truth. But uh, there's enough dishonesty in the world to go around, to be sure. And he said, we didn't use any deceit. We told you the truth. I used to tell the young fellows in Youth for Christ, tell the truth always because then you don't have to try to remember what you said last. When in doubt, tell the truth. You don't then have to go back and try to cover your tracks. Not in deceit. Nor, said he, was it of uncleanness, unworthy motives, things that have to do with unconfessed sin in your own life. I suppose that one of the things that happens most uh, obviously when God the Holy Spirit brings renewal and revival to any area is that people who have been active in some kind of religious activities suddenly face up to their own personal need of holiness. This was certainly true in the case of Isaiah, wasn't it? And the year the king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord high and lifted up his train, filled the temple above it, stood the seraphim, so on. And one cried to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Then said I, see, Isaiah got a vision of himself then as well. Then said I, I'm undone. For I'm a man of unclean lips, and I'm making carbon copies of myself among my own people around me. I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. The tragedy of a life that isn't right is that you rub off your iniquity onto other people, like like, uh, uh, smudging a piece of paper with a a carelessly rubbed piece of carbon paper. Did you ever ruin a letterhead by touching it with a piece of carbon paper? He said, I'm making carbon copies of my own uh, uncleanness among the people around me. I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. Then there was that moment of cleansing. Lo, this hath touched thy mouth, and thy iniquity is cleansed. Thy iniquity is, is uh, uh, purged, thy sin is cleansed. And then I also, he said, I heard the voice of God saying, Who will go? Whom shall we send? Who will go for us? And I said, Lord, send me. That awareness of Isaiah's own unworthiness preceded the renewal of God's power in his life. Now, because that happened some thousands of years ago, it it seems long ago and far away, and it doesn't really reach us. But you look into your own life as I look into mine, and you'll find areas there that the Holy Spirit of God needs to operate on. Oh, yes. And so we, we have to realize that one of the great needs in the lives of those of us who are doing anything at all religiously is that the holy spirit of god cleanses so that our entrance he said unto you our exhortation was not of deceit we didn't we didn't change the truth and it was not of uncleanness we didn't come pouring the water of life out of a dirty vessel and and he said then it was not in guile and this has to do with the attempt to manipulate people in the years right after world war 2 was over Uh, a minister who presumably is in heaven and knows better now, uh, was in Japan. He had a photographer with him, and he wanted something that would really, really show some effect from his preaching. And so as the photographer with, uh, with a silent moving picture camera was taking pictures, he said, how many of you want me to take your greetings back To the president of the united states and they all lifted their hands i don't know what he made of that but the people who were there were absolutely dismayed because they feared that uh, there would be some use made of that film other than what it actually was manipulative behavior well as i say the brother uh, in all probability is in the glory and knows better now. You wouldn't do that, would you? But would you wouldn't be above saying something that might manipulate somebody else and, and get them to do what you want? Have you thought about that angle? You see, the gospel depends upon the sincerity and the un, the unposed, frank, frontal approach to people. Anytime you think somebody is trying to work you for something, you get suspicious and uh, you, you, you don't move very much. Isn't that true? I was sitting in a man's office one day, a good many years ago now, and someone came up and greeted him cordially and called him by name and greeted him warmly and then was gone. And the man turned to me and he said, He wants something. I don't know what he wants, but we'll find out. (laughs) Oh, boy. Somebody's real nice to you, and you say, I wonder what he wants now. Right? Human beings are manipulative. Little children learn that in a hurry, don't they? Of course. Now, if you want the gospel to be effective... He said, don't do that. It was not of guile. Guile is the attempt to get somebody to do something you want done by a manipulative processes. Don't do it that way. These are the three stumbling blocks. One, downright altering of the facts. Two, pouring the water of life out of a dirty vessel. Three, trying somehow to manipulate people to get what you want. Don't do it. Just be yourself tell the truth, straightforward approach with the gospel. God, the Holy Spirit, will prosper your efforts, believe me. But he said, but, this is verse 4, as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak. We speak as people who are allowed to do something and people who are responsible for something. That's what that verse is saying. We speak as people who are just allowed to do something. Do you realize that it is of God's mercy that you have any chance at all to be a blessing to anybody? Oh, I, Every time I go before these microphones, I bow and thank God for the, for the privilege of broadcasting the word of God. It's of his mercy. As a matter of fact, Jeremiah said, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. We're allowed to say something. Do you know that God could silence your voice and mine just by looking away from us? It's a holy privilege to be a Christian and to have a Christian testimony. A holy, God-given privilege to speak a word for the Lord Jesus. We're allowed to do it. Had you thought about it that way? Then it's a holy, awesome responsibility. We're put in trust with the gospel. To be put in trust with means you're a steward. You're responsible to somebody. My father was going to teach me to be be responsible. I was then, I suppose, a sophomore. He and I were living in a rented room. They called it light housekeeping. There was a stove on one side, table and chairs and cupboard on the other side of the room, a bed on the third side of the room, and a sink with cold running water on the fourth side of the room. And a door that led to a stairway that led down to the ground level and so on out to the street. That was in Toledo on Nevada Street, East Toledo. He and I, high school boy, motherless boy, and my father living there. I was chief cook and bottle washer. One day he said to me, Now, boy, I want you to learn to keep records. I want you to keep a record of all the money you spend. I'll give you so much a week you can buy the groceries and all that sort of thing. You keep records. I said, okay, Pop. Some weeks went by, and one evening, as he finished his evening meal, he said, show me your records. Oh, I said, I, I, I have to get them in shape. You can't just, you can't just uh, have, a, you know, just like that. He said, all right, I'll give you a day or so. Well, I tried to remember what I had done with all of the different uh, dollar bills that he had uh, given me to buy things with. And I came up with, 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 with a record that was wonderful to behold. There was writing paper 15 cents and popcorn 10 cents and a few other little miscellaneous things, and then miscellaneous, a whopping $35 and some odd cents. <laughs> well, I got a lecture for it and, and began to realize that you have to be responsible. We're put in trust with the gospel. You're responsible for the effect the gospel has on other people, responsible to give it out, clearly to be the right kind of a transmitter and to honor your blessed Lord. We'll come back to this the next time we get together. Holy Father, today grant to us, Lord, to be good stewards of this gospel in which you've put us in trust. In Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.